Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks. Before we get into tonight's episode, I want to remind everyone that we are in fact on that social media. And if you could go and follow that social media at Dinks with Kinks on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, so we took a little bit of break, so I want to thank everyone for uh, letting us have that holiday break to celebrate Thanksgiving. I am your host, John Dondero, and with me as always, the very beautiful yet slightly teasing Miss Rebecca. <laughs> Only for you, John. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And a man who less teases, more pokes and prods, Mr. Shep. Oh, I thought I was supposed to be less teases, more pleases. Whatever. Alone you want more pleases? Okay, well, okay. <laughs> please, please the audience tonight oh. and uh, <laughs> give us our first pun of the night. No punny for you. No punny for me? Oh. Mm. So we're doing uh, our second part two. Took we three. Are. <clears throat> We've had part twos on the board since like season two. And we're back. We've done two in one season, and I'm pretty excited about it. But part um, tonight, one was so bad. This is part 1.5. Yeah, I, I will say this is 1.5 uh, because, yeah, ep- episode part one was just kind of a train wreck. <clears throat> just a little. Oh, only because of technical It had a lot of runs in the, in the technical had, field. It had so many technical it runs. It had a bad run. It had a bad run. Really bad run. Just had to rip it open. <laughs> But we are talking pantyhose slash stockings tonight, which is a very popular fetish. I know at least one of us like has Like Santa that fetish. stockings? Ooh, like Santa stockings. No, Shep, get out. <laughs> <laughs> bah humbug on that bullshit. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm very excited this Christmas. We're recording this in December. And we stockings, are. it's so much fun. <laughs> it worked out really, really well. No, uh, so ho, ho, ho. Ep- part one... It was, it was so crazy when we did part one. And if you if you go back and listen to it, I, I must apologize in advance. We were still a live broadcast, not an audio podcast. Not to mention, uh, we only had me and special guest Nev. And uh, we had another special guest. I cannot remember uh, who they were. Uh, they were a content was, producer. Yes, it was, a, it, I, it was a female. It was a female. It was a female who made content in that field. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of technical difficulties. The audio quality wasn't great, and we didn't get into a whole lot of things because honestly, half the episode was us going, "Okay, let me fix this. Let me fix this." So let's do this right, guys. Since neither one of you are on the episode, what do you know, and what do you, how do you feel about this fetish? What do I know about this fetish, other than that you have one? Um, <laughs> I know what I do know. Um, I, I don't have this. I do have a, um, I, I, I don't know, maybe a stocking kink. Uh, I love yeah. thigh highs. I love stockings. I do. Um, I'm not a like pantyhose. Like I like them better than pantyhose. Um, it's just a personal preference, but, uh, I love the feel. I, a lot of people love the feel of them and it's unisex. It's not just women wearing the pantyhose. It's, it's, it's unisex. And I, I find that very appealing as well is that this, this fetish is, is not just one you know, one gender. It's it's oh, all genders, and absolutely. I like that a lot. And it's the feel, it's the look, it's an aesthetic. Um, it, and it's it's a fun thing that 
I bet could be very difficult in if you walk into a business setting. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> oh, I've got stories, and I'll probably tell these stories uh, later in this podcast, more personal experiences. What about you, Mister Shep? I know what I know about this is strictly from you know, hearing it a lot about from you and your enthusiasm to it and such. So I've never really personally been into it specifically or been with any kind of um, partners or um, subs and such that had it per se. So it's, it's mainly experiencing it through you, my enthusiastic lover of all things, hosiery. <clears throat> Though I can appreciate some good fishnets. I mean, yeah, I can. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think fishnets really do count in this, and we're, we're going to talk about every aspect. Because I think the one thing we didn't do in part one <clears throat> is, yeah, we, we titled this episode Pennyos Part 2, um, but in uh, part one, we I do want to talk about, like, it's not just pantyhose. It's stockings. It's thigh highs. It's fishnet. It is the appeal of more or less leg covering that's what really goes into this fetish it really boils down to a uh, paraphilia which you know we've mentioned a thousand times over in fact it, this was the first paraphilia we talked about on dinks with kinks uh being uh that a paraphilia is an attraction to an object outside sexual organs be it clothing a body part uh outside like a foot uh, any type of material that is not typically donated towards sex. Now, I'm, I'm here to say thigh highs have always leaned towards sex appeal because they are part, they're mm -hmm. the classic lingerie. I People love thigh highs. Them. Oh my God, I love thigh highs. I do. I love them. I love wearing them. I love how I look in them. I like how women look in them. I, I, I just, it's. Uh, I like I like thigh highs. Yeah. <laughs> I like the top, like the top, how they look at the top on the thigh. Yeah. Are you a lace top person or are you like the like solid? Uh, I'm a lace there's, top there's person. Okay. There is. I'm a lace top person. I like how they look, like regular thigh highs, like even the thigh high socks. But I like the lace at the top, and I also like the design. You know how sometimes they have the, the designs that go up the back of the stocking. Oh, I the like that seam. look too. Yeah, and I well, my favorite pair has a back seam. I, I my favorite pair of stockings. So. I have a scenario for Rebecca. What about if under those dress whites, they were wearing some nice thigh highs? Ooh, would that be like male or female? Double. I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 because I know this, there's regulation hosiery that must be worn with a female officer's dress whites. So John, you might be you might want to look up the female dress whites. Just Okay, go look ahead. That up. Go ahead. Tell me what is the standard hosiery? It is a standard issue nude hose. Oh, or, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's the opaque one go. that you like so, so much. So what you're saying is the Navy has some standard issue nude hose. Actually, uh, nude hose, by definition, is not opaque. Opaque uh, denounced the uh, like bleed through of color. Nude hose, you'd be able to see the bare leg, uh, which makes them opposite opaque. Like If you imagine like a thick pair of black tights that kind of mm -hmm. look more like legging style, that'd be more opaque. 
Mm, new so uh, when you're talking about pantyhose, uh, and I don't know if you can tell or not, but I may have this fetish, and I do have a fetish for your standard classic pantyhose, just like what your grandma wore. It's the worst fetish to have in 2022. Um, <laughs> I absolutely... And your opinion, Miss Rebecca, uh, about not a fan of pantyhose is usually the collective opinion of every woman I've ever encountered, which I'm okay with. I get it. You know, I understand having this fetish is very rarity. So I have actually uh, the <clears throat> whole reason I dislike uh, um, regular pantyhose is uh, because I used to work at a job back in the day when you when you worked for a department store, you had a, a uniform, you had to wear certain wear and if you were to wear you had to wear pantyhose under your pants and at at all times you had to wear pantyhose at all times and so I wore them for a couple of years and it just it got to be where I didn't associate it with me feeling sexy I associated it with me feeling like okay this is my uniform I gotta put it on and it wasn't a sexy thing yeah um I think I think that denotes to uh what we talked about in the uniform episode when we covered uniforms uh, first go around, and I think we did a uh, live stream about it as well, where you know a lot of people will have the uniform fetish, but the people who mm-hmm. wear these said uniforms don't associate them with sexual attraction. They usually feel kind of crummy in their outfit because they're like, oh, "I gotta go to work today. I gotta put on this outfit," mm-hmm. and that has been what pantyhose has been most of women's lives is being told to wear them. So I like I could get why this is not an appealing factor to women because it is you I have a job where I have to wear them or I am expected to wear them and I'm like that's no fun. I think that that's why that it's a sexual appeal for women to wear the thigh highs because mm-hmm. it is it is that it's a sexy it's a way to still wear the stockings and feel sexy and have that feeling and the look without having the whole uniform on it's like the whole schoolgirl uniform like if you actually wore a school uniform it's not flattering it's not fun no. but you can make it sexy and i feel like that that's the what thigh highs or stockings is to the equivalent of a, a pantyhose it's like yeah you know the sexy up version <laughs> the sexed up version i guess and you know so describing basically what this fetish is is again it's i am attracted to the material like the nylon feel which is what you describe for about stockings too like that very that almost shiny look mm-hmm. and um so i started this podcast because i dove into the science behind why i liked what i liked like what made my brain develop this fetish and i actually accounted it to several things in my upbringing Uh, one i grew up being hypersensitive to touching like skin on skin (laughs) contact so like that was that safe barrier of texture like i'm very tactile i respond different like uh, there's a type of felt i can't touch it oh really yeah there is a type and it's not stockings but it's like sometimes they put book covers on it like you've seen them on cookers it's a type of felt oh yeah like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it is almost painful for me to touch it huh 
And I think that's just how my skin reacts to things. So I've, I'm very, like, I'm a very tactile person. I'd be great if I were blind because I could just feel everything and be like, I know where I'm at. I know what the <laughs> material of this paint is. I know what color it is. <laughs> well, but I, 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 the pantyhose and stockings, the nylons, nylons, mm-hmm. um, it has a very distinct feel. Like mm-hmm. that, it is like stockings and pantyhose have that very distinct feel and it's very unique to them i think i I feel like there's no other material that really feels exactly like a nylon absolutely it is it is such a distinct feeling and i think that buries support for dinks with kinks is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate in men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with an exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code DWK20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's like 12 million balls. So let me get personal with you guys. I'm going to be honest. I have used some pretty sketchy means to get rid of the hair down there. I have done everything from wax, those rusted scissors that you always find in your bathroom. I don't I don't even know how they get there. And that cream that burns the hair off and turns you into just a giant chemical burn for like a week. Then I found Manscaped. Their performance package 4.0 has arrived and oh man is it a game changer. Inside the package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all those goodies. And they all fit perfectly in there. Oh my god. First off, that Lawnmower 4.0, that trimmer is of the future. It's probably one of the best ball trimmers I've ever used down there, and I have used every manner of hair trimmer down there including the one i use on my face which is kind of gross when you think about it their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology the lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000 led spotlight for when you need a precise save and trust me fellas you don't think you need a flashlight till you get down there and you're like oh it's lit up i'm loving this Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess of the bathroom floor. Just pop that sucker in the shower and just bzz, 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 bzz. You thought that was good? But I want to take your grooming game even further to the next level. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is a waterproof, provides their proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs of those delicate nose hairs. And trust me, getting to my age, you get some nose hairs in there, and you try to hide them in your beard, you can't. You can't do it. There's no mustache concealment. You just got to get in there and take care of them. You just stick that sucker in and go to town. Their crop preserver, ball deodorant, and crop reviver ball tender will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. I used that stuff, and oh my god, did it smell amazing. And it actually really helped with, like, day-to-day chafing. I didn't realize chafing was a thing. Like, I was one of those people who was like, oh, I'm never chafing, until I tried this stuff. And I was like, okay, apparently I have just been uncomfortable for 40 years. Cool. 
Glad to know. Manscaped is not only going to give you all of that, but they're going to throw two free gifts in their Performance Package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. Those boxers are incredibly comfortable. They snug everything. And it makes it actually look pretty good. So, you know, you want to wear them around, just look yourself in the mirror and be like, oh yeah. Anyway, it's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code DWK20. I'm telling you guys, get 20% off and free shipping with the code DWK20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com DWK20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tool for the right tool at manscaped.com. Now, back to our show. Now, I know, Mr. Shep, you have a thing for skin. You like good skin-on-skin contact. Are you a... Do you consider yourself a tactile person? Um, yes. I mean, because even when I do um, soft play and all that kind of stuff, and even nerve touch, which is an extreme level of, like, softness when skin-on-skin, I'm always touching different materials to to gauge them and their softness for those different things. So yeah, I can say that. And the way you were talking about, um, you know, some of those things that they, it's almost painful to touch. Almost, I almost feel like, or in my mind, I got this hint that uh, stockings were helpful to you because sometimes, depending on how you touch skin, it can be really sensitive like I said that's why they call it a nerve touch so maybe stockings were almost like a desensitizer for you so it was like a nice touch for you whereas that soft skin on skin thing can be almost too much for you in some cases it that's actually 110 percent it it is that oh. safe it's a safe barrier it's uh <clears throat> well it's like, okay so we're recording a podcast right now and most of us have a little filter on our microphones mm-hmm. we all do and, yeah and it kind of helps <laughs> mute without mm-hmm. muting like so it's still there like I still feel like I am touching you like if I touch you through a shirt or something like that you feel Stop the shirt there. and it doesn't <laughs> conform to the body like with like pantyhose or uh, stockings on that if I if someone were to touch you in a pair I don't think you would lose any, for the most part, sensation behind the touch. Right. And that's kind of like where mine really lied. And I think as a child developing that, you feel like, you know, you go up and grab your mom's leg or somebody's leg and you're like, oh, that wasn't jarring. That, mm-hmm. And that's an immediate connection in my brain going, I still feel like I'm touching a human being, but I don't feel like I'm touching them. And like I said, this could be very various for different people because mm-hmm. part one, I talked about it being media driven. A lot of people with this fetish tend to be older when they, you know, growing up, seeing, you know, cosplayer, well, you know, superheroes on television, Star Trek, big shows, everybody <laughs> wore pantyhose. And well, so yeah, it was everyone. very easy to connect to that brain of like pantyhose equals attractiveness. I'm attracted mm-hmm. to that. Click. So I always wonder if like, am I the rare case of, I have this fetish because of hypersensitivity 
uh, or just is it media driven? Did I see something as a kid that like snapped right? Or like I think we talked about it in another episode about fetishes in general. Is it mm-hmm. just my brain was miswired and panios was the thing that fell into it? Like same with foot fetish or any type of paraphilia. Your brain miswires, misconnects somewhere, and it just transfers a random item in there in place. I of- don't. I don't think that that's the case. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I don't know for sure, but oh, yeah. I, I, I don't. I also don't think it's media driven either. I, I think that for for you, it is that tactile, that that sensitivity, that touch. You're very, you are a very, you are a very touchy feely person. But it's hard for you to be touchy feely, and so I think that this is a way for you to not only physically connect with somebody, but emotionally and like be intimate with somebody. Is, is that being able to touch them without, I, I think that that's where it sort of lies in it. It isn't necessarily uh, wires getting crossed, but I think also psychologically, you it's it's you being able to connect with somebody and touch them. And it's that whole, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of combination of things uh, oh, of that. But that's where absolutely. I feel, I don't feel like it's media driven for you anyway. Um, I, mean, I do want to say- Instead of a danger zone, it's like your safety zone. Safety zone. Safety zone. Uh, But also, I want to. I think another popularity for this fetish is, uh, even of course, we talked earlier about like females being expected to wear uh, it being a requirement in some places. That in itself, a lot of people with pantyhose fetishes do enjoy wearing them themselves for, and I quote, the femininity behind it. Mm-hmm. It is, it is hardwired in our brain that pantyhose is a feminine item. And don't get me wrong, I love that fact. I mean, I I wear them. I'm gonna tell you right now, I love pantyhose that much. I'll wear them, and it is very feminine. And I don't particularly like. I am not a feminine type. I very mm-hmm. much secure in my gender who I am. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But a lot of people who do enjoy wearing them. or enjoy seeing them enjoy them for them being feminine it's it's a very token of uh, feminine and I don't mean as in uh, class right or like you know women are less or more I think it's just a plain fact Mm -hmm. like women wear makeup doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you're the boss the lowly employee if you're in charge you're in control or anything but now makeup has become also multi-gendered a lot of masculine men do makeup better than me (laughs) they they, they are amazing i like follow them all the time but i also want to point out that hosiery was also worn by men Mm-hmm. All way way into the Middle Ages and and back in back all of those that was that was the standard and it was it was because it made your legs look shapely and you could see the muscle tone in that and that's it wasn't just feminine it was more yeah. about the look the aesthetic of the muscles and the legs it's how you showed off your legs and so that's not necessarily I mean yes it's a feminine thing but it, it could also be a very masculine thing. Um, and wearing the hose and it shows guys don't skip leg day 
Like, you know, I mean, and, <laughs> and just like it, the feel and the look when it, it clings to your leg, it does make everything way more shapely and more pronounced. And I know when I wear stockings, I love how they make me feel and I love how they make my legs look. Um, mm. I just don't like the full pantyhose. I just, I, I, it's just, it's, it's a comfort thing for me. I, I prefer the feel and the look of, of stockings and thigh highs and garters. And that's just my aesthetic and my appeal, but yeah. And let's, let's not forget those confusing times when there was those men that would walk into those gas stations and banks and for some strange reason, they were wearing them on their heads and they were very confused and lost. I guess, yeah. Those were tragic tragic times, but we we recovered from that. Now everyone's fine. Where their face is all smushed. (laughs) Their face is all smushed and like, no, no, guys. Your crotch is supposed to be smushed, not your face, I guess. Is that that like, does that combine pantyhose and CNC? (laughs) I mean... Well, I mean, we're going to get into like how you could just blend and how, um, and I think I've talked about this on a Would You Will when we had uh, Kendera on there on the Would You Will, uh, our lovely giantess. Um, but it is a gateway fetish. It is like a staple in mm-hmm. so many other kinks. Uh, if you think, you see stockings and everything because they just transcend. They're a great addition. And also pennies. I mean, if you think about the cosplay fetish. The uniform fetish, bondage. You name a fetish, and you could throw panties at it. It's a very great accessory fetish, and I love it. Or accessory mm-hmm. kink, and it's fantastic. Yes. Also, I was googling uh, when men stopped wearing hosiery. It was around the 1800s. Is when it started making the transition from men to women. Be uh, well, women wore stockings too, but they were like the it socks. Went from bros to hose. They were more they they were more socks uh, like stockings, and and the 1800s is when actually the <laughs> when actually the pant and the trouser became in fashion, and so that's when it transitioned into stop wearing hose for men and started wearing hose for women is because pants and the suit came into more of a. It started actually making the scene, and that's when it transitioned. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have absolutely. useless facts of history. Lots of history, facts of history. history. <laughs> but I, I love stuff like that, and um, I think I think we have uh, talked about like. But I think it is part of a still hardwire to being at least a lot of people because you know you typically see this fetish with a lot of older gentlemen. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's, I will say this, it's its coming full circle because now that hoes are becoming more gender neutral and more uh, people are wearing them, but they, it still denounced that femininity. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that in a bad way. I think that's a very great way for somebody who is trying to be very gender fluid or, you know, trying to express uh, that side of their gender. Like if I'm if I have a very manly build, but I'm wearing something feminine, it kind of balances me out. And I do appreciate that about this particular fetish because it does have, like, you know, it's one of those things where you can associate it with women, but not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there are so many stereotypes where you're like, Oh, well, that's a woman's thing. And it's like, well, that's kind of sexist. I don't like that. But I'm like, this is pantyhose. It's like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's no, like, oh, you sexist. No, it, it's 
typically a woman's garment. Cool. You want another yeah. fun fact? You oh, want another want fun fact about fun hose? Facts. Here's here's pantyhose. Here's a fun other fun fact. Wait, wait a minute. In- do you have do you have just like a list of pantyhose facts pull up on your screen? No, I just know random historical facts, so it's okay, fine. Right. And this actually just happens to fit. Um, in during World War One, during the trenches, the uh, Scottish and Irish, when they wore their kilts in their uniforms, they actually wore women's hosiery to keep themselves warm and protected from the gases of the war. So they used that as several different. It was multi-purpose, but they used to wear them in the trenches during World War One. Would you like another fun fact about the yeah. same time period and World War II? Because yeah. nylon was used in the war effort that many women used to paint the seams on the back of their legs to make it look like they were wearing hosiery because that was still, that was one of those class rights. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can afford nylons. Mm-hmm. And um, the, in World War II, they used to use them as the Americans used to use them to... Uh, to, to, to sweeten up the pot for the nice European chicks that didn't have any hosiery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at oh, us. absolutely, I mean, yeah. But I remember circle. that being a fun fact <laughs> is that yeah, they would during the war efforts of World War II, they would paint the back seams on because those were a very popular style, uh, and you wanted people to think that you had you know the class and you were wearing hosiery. That would upset me if I had to reach around and just wiped off someone's back seam, be like, oh. <laughs> Did you just doodle on yourself? What the hell? Just go bare leg. It's okay. <laughs> you just doodle on yourself. <laughs> you doodle on yourself. Listen, you're lying to me now. That's what this is lies. Secrets and lies. I have a, I have a question for you, John. I know that we've okay. talked about uh, we've we weaved in um, the pantyhose fetish through most of most of this podcast, or like in uh, the history of this podcast. But yeah. what what is your favorite way to play? with hose and like when you're in a play scene or what's your favorite way to to use hose in a scene well i mean okay so be honest i've had to tell many women this uh so i'll tell the internet um you don't have to if you are comfortable oh no no, i'm very comfortable i don't care you you know me i'm an open book uh no actually one thing i very much enjoy is not only is pantyhose like very close personal but it's also like very rippable mm-hmm. and I don't like I don't like runs and pantyhose I'm a very big perfectionist but I like that it's kind of like you're encased in it mm-hmm. you're wearing it from your waist down all your fun bits are now covered but you can still feel everything but you can't access anything mm-hmm. so you know like I love the material and feeling uh, just very hands on very touchy feely and then it's all edging and teasing and edging and teasing because you you could feel everything through the pantyhose, but you can't actually do anything about it. Like you can't get bare contact. So it's very fun to do edge play and just tease and tease and tease, work, grind, all that. And then rip that sucker open like it's Christmas day. <laughs> Tear the crotch out like an animal. Like it's very animalistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have ripped them open with my teeth. I have ripped them open, like... I have teased you to the point where a little hole will form and then just, bam, right through. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and he was like, Flintstones went, bam, 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 bam. And oh at that point God. in time, 
I am. I have edged myself because there's nothing I can do about it, and my partner is edged. So, and it's just it's fun feeling that material and watching someone squirm in it. Like I, I. It's not just the texture I, I enjoy. I very much enjoy the sight of it. Like I, this is a super the worst superpower in the world. But if you walk me into a crowded area, I can tell you in seconds who's wearing pantyhose and who's not. <laughs> Uh, and I don't even have to look. I just know. It's just like the, the stupidest superpower in the world. Like you it's could put out fires. Stupid. You could put out fires. I could tell you who's wearing pantyhose. Yours is so much more useful. No one ever calls upon me for my superpower. We're, we're our own Justice League, I guess. Yeah. The worst Justice League of all time. The, the culprit was wearing pantyhose. We'll call John. He knows. He'll be able <laughs> to figure it out. The Just Us League. Just, just Us, us League. league. <laughs> the Just Us League. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, it's it's very much a sensation and visual aspect. Like I I like uh, short skirts or like even long skirts, and you're wearing them, and you're not wearing any underwear underneath them. Like you're very. Um, <clears throat> commando underneath a pair of pantyhose which is super hot because that means you can see everything if you're wearing like i'm not a big fan of nude hose but i don't like opaque hose either like i like kind of like the black or the tan it's very shiny but also very mm -hmm. see-through mm -hmm. so you can still see everything like i'm partial to seamless because there's none of that cotton crotch or uh control top that makes it thicker mm-hmm it is, it is essentially the same material that's on your leg all the way up, every every part of you, which is great for uh, many things. So. <laughs> your face, great for many things. Many things. Many th I love oh, how I happy mean, you are right now. I thanks, love how happy you are. Thanks, God, there's no pants cam right now because... I know. You know. I, I, I just want to describe for our audience because they can't see his face, but it is so like happy boyish, right now boyish, it is it is so he's you know. so happy and it's adorable and i love it i want to go excuse me to your face <laughs> uh, i'm yeah like i said it was um like i said the reason i wanted to start this podcast because like i said i not a lot of people feel comfortable i've been in the fetish community especially with pantyhose for a long time and, and mm -hmm. i had somebody contact me today on fet lab and they're like i love pantyhose my wife doesn't know anything about it i'm like then you talk to your wife mm-hmm at some point in time, that's on you. But I know how hard it is. I know how unaccepting people can be. And I know that is not a item that many women enjoy wearing. So um, I went through a very long relationship where my partner could not stand wearing them and would not. And it was very hard. I'm sorry. To I'm sorry. I just can't. I know, Shep. I mean, it's still disappointing. I'll, I allow the tender forehead kisses, but no, I just, yeah. I just Well, just listen, just, just slip on a pair every once in a while, and I'd be so happy. I um, think for me, I I don't I don't enjoy wearing them on an everyday daily, but yeah. I think that I would wear them. Like, they're not they're not so, like, oh, I won't wear them. Like, if, if that's, like, like, say, for example, you and I were dating, and that is like a fetish, and I know it's like like that is something that I'd be like, okay, as long as I'm not having to wear it all the time, okay, oh, like yeah. sure, you know, that's that's my opinion, oh. and I think that you have to have like like the that gentleman you were talking about on Fet Life. I think they you do you need to have that conversation because you don't know what they're willing to do. 
Just because exactly. you hear me say I don't like wearing pantyhose doesn't mean I won't wear them for you. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm know? saying my partner, my partner does not uh, regularly wear them. Um, I, mm-hmm. I have a wonderful girlfriend, but I mean, she's not in nature to wear them regularly, but she's more than happy to wear them anytime for play because she knows I enjoy them. Like, it's one of those things where I don't. Now, ask me if I had a partner who wore them every day, would I be like in heaven? Absolutely, yes. But it's not something that I ever need or require. That's like saying, you like ice cream, would you eat ice cream every day? Well, yes, yes, I would. Who wouldn't eat ice cream if there's no consequences to it? If I wasn't going to become a fat load uh, or just die of (laughs) heart disease. If I wasn't going to die of heart disease by the age of like, you know, 42, I would absolutely eat ice cream every day for dinner. Right. I'm not, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I, I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, my partner has to wear them all the time. It's those little things where you communicate and you share those moments. And my partner does that amazingly. She is amazing when it comes to that because she's like, I'm going to wear them just to mess with you. And she does. And I oh, love it. Does. I have seen her do it, and it's amazing. <laughs> Well, I am very thankful that you have this fetish because if it wasn't for you having this fetish, we would not be here right now. I think that. I think we would. I think we would have gotten here eventually because I I think this is a podcast that I very much enjoyed doing. And even if it wasn't the, even if this was the catalyst of it, it's something that I'm glad we have because we have made so many people feel more comfortable. All three of us are more comfortable with ourselves yeah. because of this podcast. And except for Shep, Shep's never comfortable. Look, he looks uncomfortable right now. <laughs> um, but that's Shep's comfort zone is him being no, he, uncomfortable. He's, he's comfortable being uncomfortable. That's cool. Yeah, he's cool, just cool, like, cool. I'm comfortable with this. Uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, I, wanted to do this podcast to make other people feel as comfortable as we make ourselves feel doing this podcast and being able to talk to us. So if you do have a pantyhose fetish, please reach out to us. Tell us your side of that story. Uh, tell us what you enjoy about it, what really gets your motor going. And any fetish, if, if, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you have a fetish and we've talked about it or we haven't yet, tell us to talk about it. Say, hey, I have this kink. Will you talk about it? We will add it to the wheel. We will absolutely talk about it. And we don't want to just talk about it with ourselves. We want to talk about it with you. So reach out to us at Dinks with Kinks on Instagram, Facebook, Twitch. Every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, we do a live stream where we kind of talk kink in general. Mm-hmm. And we let the community, honestly, is half that show. It's just mm-hmm. them it talking about their experiences. Yes. Reach out and to we're us. ever growing. It's judgment free. By. 976 John. Call Shut up. Get out of here. My favorite thing is um, my favorite thing is talking with our community and just talking with people yes. in real life and just discussing everybody's kinks and and how or their sexual preferences and and what they enjoy and what they don't enjoy because everyone is different. Every single person is different. You can have the same fetish and the same kink and li- and like it and, and and have it for totally different reasons. And it's mm-hmm. it's wonderful. It is wonderful. Like I will. That's what I love about kink and fetishes. And it's it's so it's never the same. And it's 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 great. It's so much fun. And I I enjoy that a lot. 
And I enjoy I listening to you about y'all's kinks. Yeah. Same when you, when we did the hair episode and you were so excited, you had that same excitement. <laughs> or the uniform <laughs> episode when we were talking about naval uniforms, and mm. you were just so excited and so eager to talk about. It. And that's what we kind of like about our community because, like mm-hmm. I said, I could be on this podcast for hours on end telling you everything I love about this fetish. You're gonna the reason you have this fetish is a totally different reason, 110. percent so I want to hear that. I want to. I want to get into and have these deep conversations about any type of fetish. Yeah. Uh, that I'm said, let's find I'm not out what much we're of a talker, about. but you know, I love to listen and hear the things. I'm always up talk. To conversations. You just got to. You just got to ask him the right questions, and he won't shut Indeed. up. Indeed. Indeed. Um, the right combination of questions. Right combination. He's like. He's like a code. You got to crack it. Um, <laughs> See? You got to twiddle the knobs. I mean my code. Yeah. Twiddle, twiddle the knobs. Well, turn, Speaking turn of knobs, them a little way. We got to spin the wheel. We got to find out what we're talking about next week. And Yay! <laughs> all right. So let's spin this wheel. Okay. Spinning oh, that wheel. Spinning that wheel. Okay. Oh, um, I we didn't get to hear the perfect way to oh. pull on the hose without getting a run. But next time. Next time. Oh, there's videos. If you want to, you can, uh, like I said, reach out to us on our live stream. Uh, on Instagram, I, I'll send you a video about how to do that. You should do I'm really glad we just had that whole conversation about being open and supportive of kinks because next mm. week we're going to have a real gas of it. We are no! going to. Oh, no. <laughs> really? <laughs> we, are, we are going to uh, really. Uh, we're going to really fart around a bit. Um, we're going to. Boy, there's not a lot of puns you can do that without just coming straight out and saying it. Guys, we're talking about a kink that most people didn't. Most people, uh, this is going to be where we really test our professionalism. This, is, this, is, this kink is the oh, pride yes. of the Dutch. That's, the what Dutch I, that's exactly ovens. what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah. I'm sitting here going, I'm not shaming anybody with this, but it's going to be so hard for me to be like, not make all the fart jokes. <laughs> I know. I just, I literally just want to lean in the microphone and go, fart in my mouth, Brenda. No, no, no. Don't fart in my mouth, Ray. No, let's be proper. We're going to be talking about methane cuddles. Methane cuddles. Methane nope, we're cuddles. Be talking, yes. We're going to straight up be talking about farts next week. So I'm very excited. I'm I'm excited yes. to see how this is a kink. Yes. I don't doubt it's a kink. I know I know for a fact it's a kink, but I'm excited to lean in and really uh, Rip kind one of loose. dig those beans in and see get dig to the butt of the beans. get to the butt of this fetish. Uh, it's going to be a real no. gas. No, no, no. I'm your host, John Dondero. I love how is... you toot your own horn. <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, and with me is a woman who may or may not ever fart in front of anybody, Miss Rebecca. <laughs> and a man who everyone? I've lived with with years and have never actually heard fart, Mr. Shep. Ninja. Next yeah, time. Ninja fart. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>